Thank you for joining us. We are Finding God in Video Games, and we are on our first episode of our Commitment Series. So, what are your thoughts on this huge news about Microsoft and its pending purchase of Activision Blizzard? Well, you know, love them or hate them, Xbox has done the unthinkable. They're making one of the largest acquisition decisions in entertainment history by purchasing Activision Blizzard, which is a group of development studios that's responsible for some of the largest and most recognizable franchises on this planet. You know, you've got the venerable Call of Duty series, you've got fan favorites like Warcraft, Starcraft, Diablo, Overwatch, the exclusive rights, the original titles in these series, the teams that create them, Mm -hmm. and now all their future games, all will fall under the Microsoft banner. And this massive power play is coming at a cost that clearly demonstrates Microsoft's long-term plans to remain a major player in the game industry for years to come. Over 68 billion, (laughs) that's that's with a capital B, billion billion. dollars. (laughs) I just about died when I found out how much it was. (laughs) 68 billion dollars. That is is unthinkable money. You know, last year they purchased Bethesda. Mm -hmm. This year, Activision and Blizzard. It's starting to feel like Microsoft's version of the Infinity Gauntlet is nearing completion. I know. And while their role as either hero or villain in this emerging content war is a matter of perspective, there's one thing that cannot be denied. Microsoft is fully committed to being part of the story all the way to the end game. You just had to add that part in there, didn't you? I did watch that Infinity Gauntlet, so you, you got you to gotta close that entire loop. So let's put this acquisition into perspective. All right, $68 billion is more than just an unfathomable amount of money. Uh, yeah. Sure, Microsoft is receiving a total of 11 studios for this mind-bending investment, but you know, let's compare this to some other major purchases that are dwarfed in comparison to this one. I mean, Disney picked up the entire Star Wars franchise, all right, for a mere four billion dollars you say me you're like oh, well compared to 68 it's nothing now <laughs> they added pixar to their team for only seven billion dollars oh, only seven billion that's right <laughs> we look back at microsoft's previous decisions i mean they picked up minecraft that was two billion dollars mm-hmm. bethesda last year was eight billion dollars you know all of that is mere pocket change compared to I know. this Did, one. didn't we think that the eight billion was a I lot i thought that was a I little thought... high back then <laughs> even when we account for inflation The amount of money that Microsoft has laid out to bring Activision Blizzard into the fold is staggering. And while we don't know yet what this means for the future of these franchises on their competitors' consoles, I can't imagine that this level of currency was being dropped without some very extensive exclusivity plans in mind. Microsoft is playing the very long game here. They've just made a serious statement to the entire gaming world. All of their chips are in. You know, commitment in life can take on a variety of forms. You know, we wear pieces of jewelry to symbolize our relationships. We purchase articles of clothing and we wear them to demonstrate our fandom for things that we're passionate about. We invest our most valuable resources like our time and affection into our favorite pursuits. I mean, if you walked into our home right now, it wouldn't take long to figure out what we're most committed to. No, it would not. <laughs> to be reflected in every area of our lives, our home decor, the pictures that we have on our phone, our internet search history, the apps that are installed on our devices. The internal passions that drive me are clearly demonstrated by my outward level of commitment and investment into them. Right. The higher level of interest I have, the more you'll see that area celebrated and pursued. 
That's true in our relationship with Christ as well. As a matter of fact, Jesus used a couple of very specific and easily understood examples to help us understand what commitment to him looks like from his point of view. In Matthew 13, 43-45, he said, The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and hid, and for joy over it he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls. And when he found one pearl of great price, he went and sold all that he had and bought it. In both of those examples, we see how Jesus views the kingdom of heaven. More importantly, how he views our commitment level to the pursuit of it. And in each parable, our investment level is expected to be absolute. Only those who fully understood the value of the item they had found were prepared to make the ultimate act of devotion, giving up everything they had in order to possess it. You know, this may not be a comfortable concept, but Jesus didn't exactly leave this open to interpretation. As a matter of fact, Christ doubled down on this idea throughout his ministry. In Matthew 16, 24 and 25, he said to his disciples, If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself, take his cross, and follow me. Whoever desires to save his life will lose it, Whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Or let's look at Mark chapter 10. We see in verses 17 through 22, when the, the rich young ruler came running to Jesus, knelt before him and said, what do I need to do to inherit eternal life? Jesus looked at him, loved him and said, one thing you lack, go your way, sell whatever you have and give to the poor. You'll have treasure in heaven. Then come, take up the cross and follow me. And he was sad and went away sorrowful because he had great possessions. Then, just in case you weren't getting the message, let's, let's go one step further. <laughs> Luke 14, 25 through 27, Jesus turned to the great multitudes that were with him and said, If anyone comes to me and does not hate his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and yes, his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Now, those verses are just as challenging to us right now as they were probably were to those who heard them when Jesus first said them. But Jesus was never shy about explaining the level of commitment required to no, follow he him. Was not. <laughs> he is only interested in full and absolute devotion. From the very first original commandment in Exodus 20 to the messages to the churches in the book of Revelation, God has been crystal clear over the ages. He is looking for passionate exclusivity from those who are seeking him. Casual efforts to simply include him in our lives rather than fully commit to him are simply not received. Jesus is not building any timeshares in heaven for part-time house guests. He is only building mansions for those who have made their calling and election sure. Now for years, many of us who are either fans or observers of the gaming industry have wondered about Microsoft's true motivations within the gaming space. Even as an unabashed Xbox fanboy myself, I can confess, I've been curious if the Xbox console was nothing more than a mere dalliance with new technology for Microsoft. Mm -hmm. But the acquisition of Activision Blizzard has to convince even Microsoft's harshest critic. They are here to play, and they are here to stay. Not because of what they have said, because of what they have done. Xbox has put their money where their mouth is. Literally. Unashamed, <laughs> sacrificial, all-in, global statement of intent that cannot be denied. It wasn't the most popular move they could have made. 
I mean, as a matter of fact, after looking at some of this, they probably gained even more negative response to this <laughs> yeah. action than they tend to get with their usual antics. Their purchase of Activision may create some exclusivity decisions that create complications for those who are not aligned with the Microsoft PC or Xbox console family. You know, making these committed decisions in life often comes with exclusivity clauses that those that are on the outside of them, little less appreciative than those who are fully aligned or direct beneficiaries of those actions. But Microsoft is not looking to win a popularity contest with this investment. They're simply taking the outward steps that their internal commitment has compelled them to make. And the same is true for us. Our level of commitment to Christ is not only measured in what we say he means to us, but the level of sacrifice in our lives that we're prepared to make in order to possess him. Do we meaningfully devote our time and attention to the Lord? Are we actively and openly investing into our relationship with our Creator in a way that defines our lives? Or is He just a small part of our massive portfolio of interests? If we are prepared to take a truly unbiased look at our commitment level to the Lord, here's a simple question we have to be willing to honestly ask ourselves, one that I've personally been challenged by when I have heard this quoted by others. If we were accused of being in a fully committed and exclusive relationship with Jesus, would there be enough evidence to convict us? This isn't about what we say or even what we choose to display. It is far deeper than that. The Lord is ready, willing, and waiting to be found, but only by those who are willing to make the decision to truly seek him and follow through on all that commitment entails. Now, Xbox... Well, they've clearly demonstrated what that recklessly devoted level of commitment looks like. And they pushed all their chips to the center of the table. They are all in. And their <laughs> yeah. actions have left no doubt. They are fully dedicated to the world of gaming, both now and in the future. And when it comes to our relationship with the Lord, we have to be honest and ask ourselves, are we prepared to do the same? The treasure of walking through life hand in hand with Christ far outweighs the value of every other pursuit we could possibly have in life combined. He is the pearl of great price and the hidden treasure beyond comparison. He will fill our lives with joy and meaning beyond our comprehension. But he can't fill a life that doesn't have any room left in it for him. He isn't looking for a piece of our heart or a bit of our time. He's asking for it all, all or nothing hopelessly devoted, fully committed. It's time for us to take a lesson from Microsoft and push all of our chips to the center of the table. It is only in that place of complete surrender and utter abandonment that he can truly be found. We'll finish with Jeremiah 29, verses 12 and 13. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me, and I will listen to you, and you will seek me and find me, when you search for me with all your heart. We truly hope that this has encouraged you today. And if you would like to connect with us or check out some of our other content, such as our videos, articles, daily devotions, and gaming streams, we can be found on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok.